0: Okami HD is one of the games that you will only play once in your lifetime It's kind of a game that once you play it you will be a little bit confused maybe a little bit like What am I even playing but as time goes on you start to fall in love with this world with this beautiful unbelievable imagination that simply I have never seen in any other game to this day that I have played. I have played many games, but I've never seen a game like Okami, and Okami is simply out of this world. So today I'm gonna try and convince you to buy and play Okami HD on PlayStation 4 because this game is simply beautiful, out of this world, and unbelievable once you play it. So you might be asking, alright, so what is Okami HD even about? The intro was very much, you know, set our expectations very high, so what is the game even about? Alright, so first of all, believe it or not, Okami HD is directed by Hideki Kamiya. You might be thinking, wow, that name seems familiar. It should. Because Hideki Kamiya is not only the director of Resident Evil 2, but he also directed Devil May Cry series Beautiful Joe And of course Okami You'd be wondering How does this guy does So many different genres all together Well I've been asking myself that as well And when I started Okami I didn't know that he was a director I actually saw his name The credits And I was like Really? He's a director? And I couldn't believe it But Okami is mainly A parody Game It's kind of a game that is about the japanese uh, mythos mythology and that story but it's mainly a parody of all of that stories all of those stories whatever there were in there so it's not exactly a i don't know one to one uh recreation or replication of any of those stories but rather um, a parody of them but in this parody as much as you might think that well it's a comedy game or anything, no, it's not. The game is actually very serious at times, and it has its comedic moments, but it's not either of those. In fact, the game is just, I don't know, a genre of its own, maybe. The genre, if I wanted to say, it's basically action-adventure, and there are some RPG elements here and there, and aside from that, you control uh, a wolf a white wolf called Amaterasu, one of the, actually, a god, technically, as stated by the game. And your mission is to read the world of the evil. The game starts off very simple. You are this wolf, you have these powers, you have been basically reborn, and of course you have to watch like 10 minute cutscene that explains the story, you are reborn, and now you have to fight the evil that is rising once again after hundreds of years, technically, actually just 100 years, not hundreds, <laughs> kind of carried away. But yeah, after 100 years, you have to fight this evil once more and stop them. You might be thinking, okay, that seems simple enough, but as the game starts, as the game moves on, you're just baffled by how beautiful the world is. The world is like a painting, it's not a game even, it's just a painting, and it's just beautiful to simply just look at. And I cannot believe that this game even exists to this degree. Even after all these years, this is not a game that I might say that needs to hold up, because it's a work of art. I remember that someone said that is video, are video games art and they were posting different pictures of different games, but I would say, and I would make a strong case for Okami to say that Okami is literally art that you are playing. Okami (laughs) goes as far as to actually give you a weapon that is part of the art kind of thing so You actually have a brush a celestial brush that helps you out in your adventures So when you start out you see this wonderful world this beautiful world that is simply like a painting coming to life But next to that you're given this little brush celestial brush that has abilities You have to learn 13 different kinds of strokes that will help you out in your journey. But how do you learn it? Very simply. You basically have to watch the stars, at times, of course, not all the time. You have to watch the stars, connect the dots that connects these stars together. A god um, will come and they will bestow upon you their brush stroke. And once they do that, you have this ability. The cool thing about each of these gods is that they're all unique, they are all very well made in terms of design, I don't know if they are actually representative of everything in Japanese mythology, I'm pretty sure that they are, because the game feels like it's actually very faithful to that story and creation, but the designs are very unique, they're very well made, and at times their introduction is so funny that you would just simply you know, forget what all the game and the seriousness was about, and you just laugh. And that's a beautiful thing. There's actually a scene where, if I remember correctly, there's like three monkeys that appear and they're gods. One of them is missing an instrument. And he's actually running around trying to grab it from the sky because it's falling. And it's so funny because it's out of nowhere and it really works. But not only them and not only their powers, but like I said, the world just drags you in, and you have to use your ingenuity with every fight. This is the most beautiful and innovative part of Okami that I have seen, and I'm not even getting started here. This is one of the places that I have never seen any other video game. In combat, you have to use these different brush strokes to fight your enemies. However, the game very rarely wants to give you hints, and for good reason. Because it wants you to use your own imagination, how would you fight this enemy? For example, if an enemy has fire on them or is spitting fire at you, you have two options. One, you can actually use the gust wind to blow it away and make them regret they ever wanted to blow wind at your face. Or two, well, if there is ice nearby, you can freeze them. There's many things that you can do actually in this game, and I don't want to spoil any further, but you know, there's one thing that is always the same, once they lose their color, Use a slash, and you will be able to inflict a lot of damage. So the story starts off like this. Like I said, you're the wolf, you're landing a brush stroke and technique, and your mission is to stop Orochi, a villain from 100 years ago. Very simple. However, as the simplicity goes on, it starts to get more complex, more uh, crazy. And then you start to learn that, oh my God, this game is not exactly that simple. It looks simple, but it's trying to basically you know, tell a bigger story. One that you probably don't expect. But as the game starts, it will feel a little bit slow at times. Because well, you know, you have to learn the strokes, you have to learn the gameplay, and you know it will take a little time, so stick with it. But once it starts, you will be hooked. You will not stop because the combat is fun, the gameplay is innovative, it's exciting, it's new, it's something that I had never seen before, and the soundtrack, my god. Not only is the world of it so beautiful and feels like a painting, but the soundtrack, it's like somebody's basically painting this while listening to some incredible music from Japan. This is just amazing. This game has so much to offer, and you you will be surprised that this is a game from the PS2 era. I still can't believe this is a PS2 era game. And it baffles me. But as you go on, as you of course progress the story, you learn that there are some things, you meet more characters, you go with this, you go with that. And after spending, I actually spent after I think 12 or 13 hours, I thought that hey, the story's finished. But then the game said, oh hell no, we are just getting started. That's literally what the game says. And I thought, wait what? And then I had to check how long to beat and turns out, yeah, the game is nearly 60 hours if you don't know what you're doing, and if you do know, well, at best 30 hours. And I was like, what? (laughs) I loved the fact that it was continuing, but I was like, really? And when it did, I was like, holy crap, this is getting even bigger. To be honest, this game is not just one game. I think one of the users put it really well on reddit when they said that this feels more like three games in one, rather than only one game. And they are right, Okami HD is not a compilation of different Okami games, no, it's just one Okami game, but it is so huge that it literally feels like three different games. And it is just baffling how beautiful the story is, how well they are connected to each other, and how meaningful. Awesome and outstanding the story is at the end. It is something that once you finish You will just simply watch the screen for a few minutes and be like Why did it end? Well, well you maybe like me you were like it does it continue. How I? mean, it's that beautiful One of the greatest points of Okami HD is the combat while I said that there is Basically a brush stroke, that is not the only way you get to fight. Of course I wouldn't say what the others are, and I will not actually say a lot about it, because it's much better if you actually find it out yourself and be surprised at how awesome it feels. But there are rather three different kinds of let's say offensive things that you can equip. There's actually like a disc thing that goes on your back, a reflector. There are beads that are like, I don't know, shurikens or stuff like that. And there's also big ass glaives that are basically big swords. So each of them have their own gameplay and their own way of using for different combos. The funny thing about them is that each of them have different stats, different ways that you can basically use them and go ahead with them but not only are they called main but you also have subs subs are basically a second kind of weapon you want to equip which you will use to attack with triangle whereas the main one is with square while you use for example a reflector for the main one and it's like a disc from going around the triangle one with the bees for example can shoot it you can also switch the positions and it becomes something even cooler like when you switch it and your main becomes the beads, it's like a whip that does a lot of combo, but less damage, but it's way faster. And of course, you can use the triangle for your reflector, and basically, you know, uh, counter strikes, and sometimes that is really handy. Next to that, of course, is the glaives, and I'm not gonna spoil what they do, because whether you use it in main or sub, it's actually really exciting and really cool. And of course you will find many different weapons during your journey. Now, like I said, the combat is very beautiful, but one little gripe I might have. I don't remember having to select a, I don't know, difficulty option. I don't know if there was, because I don't genuinely remember. But if there wasn't, then the game is a bit too easy at times. Actually it is really easy, I didn't die that much, I I didn't even die. I mean i did get very near and close to death but i saved myself with my items but it's not that difficult i'm not sure if i'm being right here if there is any difficulty or not but if there is then i'm retracting my opinion but if there isn't it is a bit easy at times but aside from that now We talked a lot about the combat, we talked about the strokes where you have to actually find them, use them, and honestly, they help you a lot, even in the traversing of the world itself, but here's a little tidbit. Helping people out, as in side missions, actually gives you extra strokes or upgrades your stroke that you already have. The pattern to execute the stroke is a little bit different from them, but... It's really fun, and, you know, basically, if you remember them, you're gonna have a lot of fun with them, because now you have an extra power they didn't have before, so you basically upgraded your stroke. And yes, I forgot to mention, you actually have to perform your stroke. That's really cool. Like, it comes to a, you know, piece of paper, and you draw, like, for example, an O, and it's like, you know, if you use it on a plant, it opens up. If you draw an O with, like, um an arrow on the top, is like a bump. If you use just one stroke, like, you know, just a cross, it's a slash. Two of it, another one. Three of it, another one. And that's a cool thing. And that's like I said, very innovative and very much fun. It's not weird at all. And you know, once you play it, you're just gonna, you know, love it. You're gonna be like, holy crap, this game is just really something. And the cool thing is that next to that, with these strokes, the environment, the world itself, while you do traverse them, it also reacts to you. Because while you run, you may actually see that you know Amaterasu has this trail of flower behind him. But next to that, you can actually save a particular place in the world with your strokes or your abilities. Like there are some small houses or let's say demon houses, in middle of an area that once you destroy, something cool can happen. The area will be revitalized, you will see new things, and sometimes it actually helps you out in your quest. But next to that, there are many trees that you can basically revitalize and give them new life, and that makes the world even more beautiful. Consider this, that when you first begin the game, of course the world is not in a good shape, and you have the ability to actually make it beautiful. And it's so satisfying that it's just something I would love to do endlessly. Next to that, you can also feed the animals that are in the world and be kind as a god, and you get praises. These praises all together come to basically let you upgrade your abilities, whether it be your life points, your uh, amount of ink that you can use in your battle or even the world, um, life-saving things that you know are comprised of... eating different food and of course your coin pouch there's so many things that you can do and you know this game is so huge that i'm willing to bet that there will be some things that i will miss in my review but i'm trying my best to not to miss this so like i said you know you have those weapons you have this you have that there's so many things but you may be asking all right is there are there anything in these in these in this game in this one game (laughs) That annoys you. And I would say, unfortunately, yes. But it doesn't really deter me from the experience. But there are a few things that are a little bit on your nerve. For one, unfortunately, the voices, they don't exist. They're basically like... (whistles) That's it. That's all you get. Not even a different kind of pitch or anything like that. Just that every character has one noise and that noise is played repeatedly and endlessly as they're talking this really bores you out of your mind while this story is beautiful and you know reading the dialogues and things like that is really you know amazing and you know you feel like the story is really alive it's beautiful whatever all that stuff but if you cannot actually understand what the hell is going on then what's the point because you know because when you start it off you're like okay i have the patience for this so you're listening you understand it you're like oh wow that's really cool but then unfortunately you get to it and you know they're just like (coughs) for five minutes like (coughs) so at that point you just lose it you're like okay god stop just at least use a different i don't know way of saying this why Why does it have to be like that? Why does it have to be just endlessly, you know, going on, like, you know, and it kind of, you know, not kind of, it actually literally sucks. And honestly, I I expected a bit more from this game. I mean, everything is almost completely perfect. So not having that and being like this, it's just, you know, I don't know, it just, you know, sucks that it doesn't really do much more to help itself, at least. But, you know, I gotta say, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game, I enjoyed the story, I enjoyed so many things that this little thing is not a huge gripe for me. I mean, it would have been, had the game been, you know, really bad or, you know a hassle, or things like that. Fortunately, the game is so good that you will possibly you know, just overlook this little problem. Next to that, of course, I have to continue praising this game. The very fact that, you know, basically, Amaterasu is customizable with his weapons, you actually see him change his appearance there. The fact that once you finish the game, you will actually be able to change Amaterasu's you know, basic form and stuff like that. The fact that, you know, The side missions are so good and fun. Some of them are really easy, but some of them are really fun. The fact that, you know, the story itself, and I don't want to spoil it past the first part, I can't. But the fact that, you know, you get to see so many different environments, so many different places you can visit, so many places you can go, and you're like, wow, who designed this thing? So many different enemy designs, and, you know, these enemy designs, I'm not going to spoil them. But these enemy designs are actually very ingenious. And like I said, the combat is innovative because you not only use your normal combat things, but you cannot win without your brushstroke. And you have to use it really well sometimes. Sometimes you actually have to think, like, how would I counter this kind of enemy? But next to that, which something really cool happens, is basically the game doesn't tell you how to fight them. So you have to, like, Experiment to see what fits Next to that of course is the fact that you have to remember those tricks next, you know, when you face the next boss or next enemy you have to because you know, they they're connected and There are so many puzzles in this game that are really well-made And let me tell you if you don't have a guide you can actually be stuck in a level for many Hours even so use a guide. I mean, it's not you know the bad thing to use a guide sometimes no i mean sometimes the game really gets complicated and you will need a guide to help you but you know i don't know how else to sell you guys on this i i'm 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 thinking that maybe if you like this kind of game you probably don't need me to go out of my way to try and make you play this game but let me tell you if you like Unique games if you like games that are basically Not something you see every day if you like even you know, if you like Japan even a bit Especially if you're curious about it if you're curious about the mythology the things that go in there This is a game that will blow your mind There are so many cool things. I keep you know remembering these things and I don't want to spoil any of them because you know after the game basically starts with those 12 hours gone, you have so much more to look forward to. These are like three different games in one package. And it's just amazing how they achieve this. Like three big bosses you have to fight and then of course one final boss, which is simply amazing. Actually, if I were to count one more, alright, no, I don't think they count as big bosses, but rather bosses, important bosses. But overall, there is so many good things in this game. This is like. I don't know, I, I, I really don't know how to say it, but there are some crazy things in this game. There are so many cool things in this game. And. The story is really something. Did it make me cry? Yeah, I did shed a tear or two in the end. But it was because of how beautiful the game is, because of how cool it is. And I don't know if Okami got a sequel or not, I, I don't think it did, but the game is made in a way that, you know, you might think that there's a sequel. And strangely enough, Mr. Kamiya, Hideki Kamiya, actually said on November, actually this year, November, he said that he wants to make an Okami sequel. And I would say, please do, please Do. This is a game that you have to play. Even Capcom goes as far as to say that, you know, Akami 2 is very likely to be made. There is so much to look forward to in the second game. And honestly, I think I wouldn't mind if there's a remake of the first game first, because it is so well made that this deserves a remake. Like, not maybe not even a remake maybe a good remaster like you know make it full screen rather than you know having borders on top and bottom make it 4k make some of the technical things that ruin the experience a little bit go away like you know some some you know, some annoyances it's not a huge deal honestly if you play it you're going to be fun you're going to you know you're not going to notice it that much but there are some annoyances here and there that i wish there weren't but honestly, I would say that... Just play the damn game. <laughs> if ever they decide to actually make the second one... Just at least play this game. Because if you don't, this is one of those games that I would put on a list and say that this is a game you have to play before you die. It is that good. So please do. And I hope that you have we will have a great time playing it. I hope that you guys will enjoy every second you spend in Nippon which is basically ancient ancient Japan I hope that you will enjoy the character designs the beautiful environment design the quirky and funny characters that come your way the sometimes very serious story the charm of this damn game there's so much love in this game I and mean, you know, I, I honestly love it I unfortunately can't platinum the game because I missed a trophy that would take me around 20 hours just to get back to that point, and I didn't know that that was that point I would have, you know, had a save if I knew, but play it, play it. Don't even go for platinum if you don't want to, but just play the story and love it. The game will take you roughly 30 hours if you use a guide, and if you don't, I would say that, yeah, maybe 40 hours, maybe... 50, depends on how good you are, you know, or bad you are with puzzles, or how much you don't want to use guides. But I would say that 30 hours is a given, and definitely play it. Definitely play it. And enjoy it. And of course, my score to this game is a 10 out of 10. A true masterpiece. A game that you will very rarely see in your lifetime, very rarely. And honestly, in this throwback reviews, I wanna actually introduce you to games that you probably don't know that much, but are really beautiful, and they need to be tested out. So, maybe I'll just introduce you to games that are like that instead of like, you know, every other game that you probably have the chance to play anyway. So pretty cool, huh? So far I introduced guys to Psychonauts, Catherine. Um, Okami, and 13 Sentinels, which I love, and of course, that other game, um, what was the name? (laughs) I actually forgot. Such a good game that I forgot the name. But you know, that social game. That was basically just, you know, so you guys would play it with your friends and have fun. But I think I would do that. For the time being, I would introduce you to games that you probably never heard of, or if you have, you never gave it a chance, and I want to make you guys play these games. Because they are so good. Okami is a true masterpiece. Go and buy it. It's not even that expensive. It really isn't. I think I bought it for 10 bucks on PSN. It was during a deal. So buy the game. Support Hideki Kamiya. So he would like make the sequel to this game. I cannot wait to see it. And honestly. You should play this damn game. So thank you guys for joining. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that I was maybe a bit successful in making you guys want to buy the game and if you do buy the game if you do play it why not you know talk to me about it come and say that hey i enjoyed it or hey i hated it and like i said remember the game is a bit slow to start but once it does you will love it there is not a single person who has played this game completely and told me that you know i hate it actually to be honest here, this is a confession, little confession. At first I was really bored, like two or three hours in the beginning, because it was slow, but then I read that you know many people had this issue and when they you know continued it, they saw that no this game is something else entirely. And I enjoyed it. And when I say two or three hours, like when you get to final first boss, it's like twelve hours in. So you have a long way to go. But believe me, this game is so beautiful. And I hope that I did cover everything I wanted to about this game. Because I wanted to do it justice. I hope I did. So I would love to hear from you guys um, when you play it. If you do, um, tell me on Twitter. And tell me what you thought about the game. And and if you did like this episode, as always. Would you kindly subscribe and share? (laughs) I don't know if this works. But if there's any one of you who actually has a connection to Bioshock or Raptor. Would you kindly? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Terrible joke, I know. So thank you guys for joining, and uh, I will see you guys tomorrow for Watch or Skip Mob Psycho Part 2. Or as they say, Mob Psycho 100 2. I I don't know why they say, like, you could have just said Part 2. Anyways, guys, thank you, and I'll see you guys next time very soon. Bye!